Hello, this is Frank. And this is Bobby. And you're listening to the audio portion of our TV program, An Overcoming Life. This is a program of anointed teaching and overcoming testimonies. If you want to be blessed, then keep listening to this program once a week. Please let us know if you were inspired by the program. Our address is P.O. Box 53, Tallahassee, 32302. And our email is intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. Welcome, friends, to An Overcoming Life. We have an interview for you today, and I know you'll be blessed as you are with all of our interviews and our teachings, because this is God's program, and He's in charge. And He sends to us that which we believe would be a blessing to you. But our special guest today is Janetta Jones. Janetta, welcome to An Overcoming Life. Thank you for having me. She's going to bless you with her testimony, and God's led her to do something that will be a blessing to you also if you get it. What am I talking about? I'm talking about a book that she has wrote, so we'll get into that later on. Uh, Of course, you know Frank. He's... uh, We... Called by God, we believe, to do what we're doing. And God uses the foolish and likely, so one day... I'm foolish and she's unlikely, and the next day we swap. Or vice versa. But uh, we appreciate you watching. We appreciate so much you getting in touch with us and letting us know your prayer requests and how you like the program. That means so much to us. And if you want to sow in this ministry, God will bless you back. Press down, shaking together, and running over. Our address will be at, on, on the, the bottom of the screen. Yeah. So, uh, Janetta, yes. let's start with uh, your life story. Um, when did you come to the Lord? How old were you when you came to God? I have different times in my life. But... Um, Officially being back and staying consistent, my consistent relationship with him now, probably about, I want to say 2013. I want to say that. I got baptized. Um, and ever since then, it's just, it's been, it, it's, it's had its ups and downs. Hmm. Because, you know, when you're trying to do right by God, it's not going to be easy. The devil comes to attack. He does. Because it's like when I'm not trying to do right, when I'm in the world, he doesn't bother me. But then when I'm trying to live right and be obedient, then that's when all the hell breaks loose in my life. And it's just all about trying to um, learn how to stay in control, learning how to think before you speak, you know. That's why he gives us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's there as the helper to kind of tap you on the shoulder and say, this is the way you walk here in. And of course, spending time in the Word, that's where we pick up the the scriptural principles, you know, that help control our lives. Mm -hmm. And once we're aware of those, then the Holy Spirit can speak those to us Mm -hmm. in those times of questioning or stress or problem times yeah so it's a process isn't it yeah it gets easier once you come to understand that um god never leaves us right and then when i think about everything that i've been through in my life especially you know (laughs) since day one since i was conceived 
until the time I was brought physically into the world, God has never left me. And once when you get to a point in your life, when you realize that when you hit rock bottom, it's amazing <laughs> with, you know, how he comes back and he restores everything. Mm -hmm. And you think and when you get back and you sit back and you look back at your life and the situation, you realize he's always been there. He never left you. Right. So that's the wonderful thing that I like about not saying I like I love about God is because no matter how many times I have left him, he's never left you. He's never left me. Well, let me ask you a few questions. I know from hearing you talk before the program that your life has not been a bed of roses by any means. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, tell us briefly some of the things you have been through. Well, I've been through. Um, I was adopted when I was young. Um, I was brought to Tallahassee, you know, my parents that I have now, Alan Carolyn Jones. Um, it's been rough because I never really had a relationship with my mother, but that's my fault. Because when you're young and you've been adopted or you've been moved around a couple of times, you know, it's kind of hard trying to figure out where you belong. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, um, I think now in my adult life, me and my parents, I just felt like um, I was misunderstood a lot. And thing, I think a lot of the things when I would react it, some of my behavior was not being rebellious intentionally. It's just that it's like a defense mechanism that you right. that you um, that you put on to, to protect yourself from getting hurt. Right. So with that, I've um, I've hurt my family a lot. I'm not proud of that, but you know. I, I've caused a lot of division in our household, um, not feeling accepted, you know, going out into the world, trying to find acceptance from people, men that, you know, I think meant me good, but didn't. So it's just a lot of things, just trying to figure life, trying to figure myself out, just trying to figure out where I belong. Well, you have been married and before and divorced. Mm -hmm. uh, Right, I know from what you told me. And you have a lovely daughter. Mm -hmm. uh, she's how old now? She's 11. She'll be 12 in October. 11. Okay, that, that was her. And you told me you had several miscarriages before your daughter was born. Mm -hmm. How many miscarriages did you have? Mm -hmm. I've had, okay, I've had four miscarriages, wow. I've had a stillborn, and I've had two molar pregnancies. A molar pregnancy is when your body thinks that it's pregnant, but it's not. So it's like, it's going through the process of, it's, it's like you're carrying a sack, but the sack is empty. Hmm. So eventually it's gonna get to a point that it expunges itself, expels it, yeah. itself. Mm -hmm. And then my last pregnancy, which is my daughter, that's my eighth pregnancy, and when I was expecting to lose her, <laughs> she came at 35 weeks. Wow. Just got off work, my water broke. Took a shower, and next thing you know, I was like, I know, I dried off. <laughs> the water, you know, water broke, so. And um, she wow. came, yeah. Wow, well, you have, you have really been through it. Uh, did you feel the closeness of God during these times yeah, of sorrow? Conscious of His presence during those times? Yeah. At that time, 
when I was going through what I was going, I was angry because I wasn't in a relationship. My I didn't my relationship with God wasn't as solid as it is now. Yeah. Because at that time I was still trying to find love in a man. Yeah. And trying to be accepted by a man, running around here chasing a man. I understand. I used to be the same way. I used to think that happiness consisted of having a man in my life. Yeah. Now, God gave me a wonderful man, mm-hmm. but God is my first love, and it didn't come until I got it right, Christ first. Mm-hmm. Then he would give you the man. You're right that, about that. That's about the same, sounds like, situation you were in. Yeah, I went through the miscarriages. Like, my first miscarriages, you know, before me and him got married, he was there. And the other miscarriages and stuff, I went through by myself. Like, you know, my family was there, but they weren't there. I was always, you know, I was in the hospital room by myself when I had to go have the DNC. After hmm. everything passes, they have to check to make sure it's to, to keep So you felt like you was alone? Oh, yeah. And that brings on depression and oppression. Uh, I want to say I got depressed, but I was sad. I was hurt. Why me, Lord? That, and then it's just like, um... Well, when did your life start changing? When I got tired. When you what? Got tired of being hurt. Yeah, we can understand it. We understand. Yeah. You know, everybody watching out there has been hurt too, one way or another at some time. We all have. But God's a very present help whether we realize it or not. Just get tired of going through the same stuff. Mm-hmm. You get tired of sitting and watching other people being happy. You get tired of it's like I always knew I was created for something, but just didn't know what it was. And you know, my dad helped me. You know, he was the one that kind of got me into writing. And then I started writing when I was like in the ninth grade. Wow. And then it's just like, it was good. And then, you know, I just left it. I got into the world. I just thought it was just something at that time, you know, to do. And then um, fast forward, my English teacher, I, you know, she came into my job and reminded me of what I used to do. Hmm. And then I had a friend who sent me a message on um, Messenger. Um, her name is Allison. I hope she doesn't get mad at me. But when um, <laughs> President Biden got inaugurated, the um, the poet Amanda Bowman, she sent me the link. She said, this used to be you, Poetic Jay. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Allison, I said that was then. This is now. So she was like, well, you know, dreams still come true. So I thought about it when we got our first stimulus. I took my money, I bought me a desk, I bought me a computer, I bought me a laptop. I created my atmosphere. I started writing in January. I finished in May. It was published June 20th. Wow. See, God had given you a gift. Right. Okay. That's that's a gifting that he's given you, and it's, it's always there. And uh, he's helping you to discover it and start working with it and use it now, and you can... That's for his glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, show him, hold up the book and tell him a little bit about it. Maybe the it's book. time. This is my book. It's called Solid Truths and Testimonials by Janetta Lynn Jones. I put Lynn 
because I didn't know there were so many Janettas. <laughs> but it, um, the name is, you know, they spell their names different. But mine is J-A-N-E-T-T-A, Janetta Lynn Jones. And Solid Truths and Testimonials is basically I write about my truth. Um, when you read my book, I give it to you like it is. I tell it to you raw, how I felt. Um, I, I give you my story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end, it's just like, you know, as some of them I, I put, I wrote this testimony because, because then you know that I went through this, but to let you, you know, to try to advise my readers that you don't have to go through the things that I went through. That, you know, just to offer some advice that you could choose otherwise. So, I mean, I'm not perfect. And I know I've had some people who are Christians, you know, who read my book and, you know, felt like, well, you didn't have to say it like this or you don't have to do it like this. But in my opinion, I feel like God always finds us when we're broken. And I felt like I had to speak my truth through my brokenness. You see what I'm saying? And, you know, if you read on starting from the beginning, I talk about my lust, you know, my addiction of, you know, I was addicted to to having sex. I was addicted to being with different men. I was addicted to just anything that that was I felt that was satisfying to me. Yeah. To fill my void. Thank you for that. But um, then you talk about then I go in to talk about my relationship with my family. I go in to talk about my relationship, struggling loving my daughter because sometimes it's hard loving her. I get frustrated because it's just like even though I had a mother figure in my life, she wasn't as present as needed to be. But it was my fault because when she was trying to love me, I pushed her away. Mm-hmm. So the love I talk about my relationship with my father. You know, I thank God for him because if it had not been for my father, I don't think I'd be where I am. Because it's it's a wonderful thing to know that not only do I have a heavenly father who loves me, I have an earthly father who loves me. Uh-huh. When I know he could have, I know he did want to throw me away a couple of times, but <laughs> it's just, I, I, I talk about those different stages and then the breakthrough of that, that there is light at the end of the tunnel. I wrote this book to also to give hope to people that it doesn't matter what you go through in your life, that if you believe in yourself, you can push through. And I used to always put an age limit on when I felt like I, I, was, supposed, I was supposed to be successful. I always felt like I was supposed to be this by 20 or 30 or 40. And as long as you have it in you, you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. You just have to trust the process and you just, if something fails, you just have to, you have to create another avenue to make it work. And you just have to definitely trust God and let God do what he does. Because I would have never expected, it was just an idea. I never would have expected to have wrote a book. My book went, when I uploaded my book on Amazon, my book went live before I even, I even knew it. Usually you have to get your proof to prove it. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that. My cousin in California, I had to see my book through him. <laughs> and then I got my proof. My yeah. <laughs> wow. God wanted to get it out there quickly. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, um, it's been a blessing. I mean, I've been, I've had my moments when I felt discouraged. Um, but, you know, in ways I find ways to encourage myself to get back, you know, get back. Because I know God is not through with me. Mm-hmm. And I, I know I still, there's more for me to do. 
but I just, you know, I've been, I've had little distractions, but it's just all about getting back into the, you know, getting back in the, the path that I was on because I don't want to steer too off. I've learned my life lessons. And one thing you don't want to do, especially when God is in something, you don't want to keep putting it off because ain't no telling how long it'll be before, you know, the opportunity presents itself again and it, and it runs smooth. You know, as it has been, if that makes sense, you get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's wonderful. What is the different chapters? Yeah, the different chapters in the book is. Let me show you. Um, you have love, lust, and lost, and then you have light at the end of the tunnel. You have a mother's love and struggles. And that's pretty much it. Oh, hold up. My mistake. Love, lust, and loss. Family, light at the end of the tunnel. A mother's struggles, a mother's love and struggles. And also when you get my book, uh, my book, the title, I don't have any titles. Everything is numbered. Because when I write, I don't write based off a title. When I get that to the computer, I just... I just type and then I just let it go. The flow. So it's like this when you get this book, this book is um number one through thirty-nine. So I'm dropping volume two at the beginning of the year. And it's solid truths and testimonials volume two, but then this one's called Dear God. And that's gonna pick up from number forty. Okay. And when you eventually if you you know interested and get the book, basically you're gonna be reading about my conversations with God. Okay. Like the same way I talk to you is how I talk to him. Now, some people might feel some type of way because of some of the things that I might say. But you got to understand everybody has their own relationship with God. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I'm just as raw and just as blunt with God as I am with you. Because yeah. even if I don't say nothing, he sees it anyway. Yeah, right. And you can't, you can't scare God. <laughs> you know, you can't upset him. You're right. He knows the way he made you and he knows the stuff you've been through. Mm-hmm. So he knows our reactions, our feelings, things of that nature. Through so it doesn't hurt him. Through these different things that you're talking about, you're pointing how God helped you to overcome and go through them mm-hmm. through him. Yeah. And it's like it's a healing process. Like like I said, I'm not perfect by a long shot. But um, I'm still healing. I'm learning how to to let go and to live. Mm-hmm. And to forgive Because I'm one of those people I will hold a grudge Ooh, I will hold your grudge And um, I'm just tired It's too much to carry mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to walk in love and forgiveness mm-hmm. We have to Yeah, and sometimes forgiveness can be a difficult thing to do Because unfortunately emotions are usually involved In all of that But when Forgiveness isn't about emotions. Mm-hmm. It's about an act of your will. You mm-hmm. choose to you forgive. Choose to choose forgive. forgive. Mm-hmm. Okay, and eventually, as you pray about the situations, the feelings will change. Exactly. Because those feelings come out of your soul realm. But you can make a choice, and you can say, "Today, I'm going to forgive." Mm-hmm. And what you're doing is you're releasing yourself. Mm-hmm. He said, it's easy for you to hold a grudge. Yeah. That'll help release that that process of holding a grudge. 
Because all a grudge do is, is just destroys you internally. Yeah, that's like the one thing that's important, like with my family. Um, you know, me and my mother doesn't have the, the best relationship. And, you now, know, you say your mother. Are you talking about your natural? My not my biological mother, but my oh, mother adopted. adopted mother. But she's my she's the only woman I've known as you know my mother. And you know my relationship with my sister and God bless my brother. He's deceased, but um, mm. it was hard for a long time that um, a lot of things. That I wanted and I needed I didn't realize that I needed Until I got into my adult life Until I had my daughter And it's like um, A lot of the hurt and the anger I caused was my fault So as I got older I felt like okay That was the past You should let go Let bygones be bygones But it got to a point Where they let go You know how you get to a point You get tired of You know somebody hurting you So you shut down Mm. So for a long time It was angry And I had to take the res to Finally take the responsibility That I caused that And it hurt mm. And it, even still to this day I mean I accept It is what it is I mean we're, we okay It's not We don't have You know It's the animosity it, It's not as intense As it used to be mm. But it just hurts sometimes That when you need them now When I need them now it's, we can't um, it's Yeah we can't connect yeah. It's not to communicate But we can't connect Like Like I need to, Like a mother And a sister relationship Want to Because yeah. There's just been a void And so much space this, In between This book Exposes your gut feelings Yes You're gonna read about My relationship with my mother You're gonna read The relationship about My father My sister And um out of respect I didn't know my, how my dad would feel You read about my relationship with my brother In the second volume Because he's not uh, he's not alive So I wanted to respect the family But um, you know like I love my family and, it's, and, it's, and you know it's nothing of being disrespectful I don't say anything disrespectful um, But it's just um, It just kind of It hurts Because I didn't realize how much I needed them mm. Until now And you can't Right. You, can't you can't get that time. You can't get that time yeah. back. But God, God can restore. restore. God really can. can. He can restore and rebuild. Well, how did they get this book? Oh, my book. Um, you can go to Amazon. Um, when you go to Amazon, type in Janetta Lynn Jones, and this is the cover. Okay. And you just. That's how you can find it um, Or you can inbox me I'm on Facebook Janetta Lynn Jones You can send me a message And um, I can get the book to you As soon as possible And that's J-A-N-E-T-T-A Jones Janetta Lynn L-Y-N-N-E Jones And how much Does these books sell for? It's $12 And if you have a Kindle It's $2.99 Kindle so it's in a digital format too. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, okay, okay. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. good. But also, you know, since it's you know, want to let anybody know, women, men, um, that you know, we always want to bring people to Christ, and I think that sometimes you got to meet people where they're at, because when you're saved and you have somebody else that's still out in the world, they might feel like, especially with my um, situation, is. You feel like, well, you got yourself together, but I'm still struggling with this. And they feel like, you know, God is not willing to accept them or they feel like they're not good enough to try to establish a relationship with God because of what they're doing. And it's just letting you know that no matter what you go through in your life, God is always there. Yeah. He's always there. 
and you know just listen you got to be still and you just and you just got to listen and he'll show you and then he'll bring people just to, I mean people look for big things you got to mm. pay attention to the little things mm. yeah and I think that's important he's he's always ready you know to accept us it's mm -hmm. just he's waiting, I think he's he's waiting, waiting for us, us. finally right. you know hello <laughs> yeah. how did you find Turn the around. publisher okay well her name is Barbara Williams um, one of my co-workers mother wrote a book and um, I was like well who edited your mom's books or whatever she told me and um, I called Miss Barbara we met she gave me a checklist of what I needed to do mm -hmm. I already had the cover and um, I got published through Amazon. So you can um, go through Amazon. Um, I think it's, it's KDP, Kindle Direct Publishing. Um, you just have to make sure that your stuff is organized together, then you upload your format, and then they, you have to wait for them to approve you or not. But Miss Barbara, she walked me through it. She edited it for me, and then, um, I think I forgot her name. I think it's Miss Sylvia Thomas. I can't think off her head, but um, I had somebody who she proofread it, and we just went from there. I, I, I followed the steps that she gave me, mm -hmm. and that's what happened. Easy enough. Praise God, yeah, wow. yeah. And God brought in the finances you needed to cover the publishing. Yes, I, no, I took. Yes, he. Yes, he did. I, I, I was willing to risk it all for this book. Hmm. I mean, I, I, it wasn't ex as expensive as I thought it would be. It's great. It's great. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna have good fruit and. Uh, Looking forward to number two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have how, you already how you progress? Finish number two or you're you starting it early? Um I've almost finished with oh. I'm almost finished. Um the second one is different is because it's gonna have more visuals. I wanna have pictures. Oh. Oh. So uh, you know, I plan on trying to take it to the next level. Yeah. But um you'll probably see more pictures of me, pictures of my daughter. And, you know, I probably show like little shots of where I grew up or, you know, a little something that's related to the topics of what I um, you're talking what I'm about. talking about. But um, volume one is basically introducing you to who I am um, in your life, in my life. And it's so funny because um, one of my coworkers, some people feel like if you know me, it's funny because you understand because I'm a very <laughs> direct person. Like I, you know, if You'll laugh because if you know me personally, but somebody who didn't know me, they'll be like, you know, you have to kind of put it together, put the pieces together. So with volume two, you'll get a better understanding of, you get what I'm saying, for somebody who doesn't know me to understand. You really need volume one and two. Yeah, but I would advise to read volume one first before you get volume two. Well, you've got a series going here. I mean, this is a lifelong process. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not just a snapshot of a, one event. It's a lifelong process. I plan on taking this to another level. Like, right yeah. now, it's volumes, yeah. but eventually I want to probably get into screenplays. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever God has for me. Because, oh, okay. you know, we can say what we want, but He always says otherwise. Right. He can make the impossible possible. Yeah. God has a plan for your life, viewers. He wants to use you. It may not be to write a book, but whatever it is, yield yourself to Him. He will open doors for you. He'll direct your path. And nothing's too small to do for Him. Janetta, we're running out of time. It's been such a blessing having you on the program today. Folks, you need to... 
get this book. Get this book. It'll bless you. This is Bobby. And Frank. And Janetta saying, God loves you. Yes, I'm talking to you. And so do we. See you next week. See you later. This program was produced by the Overcomers Ministry, a nonprofit corporation. We have a team of loving, caring prayer warriors that will intercede over your request, pray, and email you back. Contact us at intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. This is Frank. And this is Bobby. Thank Thank you you for for listening. listening.